1: Come on! Welcome to
2: Dave and Mahoney. Audrey is back in studio. Hope you had a uh, wonderful time on your trip. You did. Uh, you came back with some surprises. No gifts, what? some surprises nonetheless. I give you the
0: gift of my presence. Oh, really? That's my a- presence is a present.
2: Is it? Is there a gift receipt? <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I just oh, had an yeah. air fryer a delivered yeah. to my house you last did? night. Nice. Dude, it is a game changer. I got a dual yeah. air fryer. A dual
3: air fryer.
1: I got a dually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you going to put on the other side? Just more chicken tenders?
1: <laughs> Probably. Dave, Dave And Mahoney.
0: My neck is very long. It's like a foot long sub. That's What's my favorite feature about you. You're, <laughs> a, you're a, a little show night. giraffe. If, so. if, you, if you
2: walk over and just gently push Audrey's head, she'll turn into one of those big blow-up guys at a car dealership. like. No, yeah. no. Which three words
1: best describe
3: your personality?
0: Fun, flirty, sleepy.
3: Hungry, hungry hippo.
2: <laughs> Dave? Short
1: attention span. All
2: right.
1: And now, this is Dave and Mahoney.
2: Audrey is cracking open a beer right now
0: no I'm cracking open energy
2: that's an energy drink
0: I love me some Celsius. dude let's just you know <sighs> straight to going. the veins mm-hmm. it's my ice man yeah. I've it I can't stop drinking it just caffeine in general yeah I had a uh, a moment where I had to have a conversation I looked at myself in the mirror and I said Audrey you're an addict and um, I'm okay with it I think I'm, I'm okay with it you're the on caffeine board being an addict yeah
2: yes, excellent Uh, Some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Yeah, somebody is going to get fired. Uh, It was the Michigan State University football game over the weekend. And you know how they have the big
1: scoreboards.
2: And for whatever reason, the big scoreboard puts up a gigantic picture of Hitler.
0: Especially, I mean, uh, anytime, obviously. But I mean, like, that feels... Like Very right targeted right now. Right
2: now is just not a great time for it, yeah. Ever. It's yeah. never good. No, but this is probably like, uh, as far as like bad times, like this is somehow Peak. worse. So the university stated the image came from a third-party source and was part of a general knowledge trivia played before the game because who doesn't want to be like, ah, where was Hitler born? Yoke, yoke, yoke. Yeah, let's not do that one, guys. Come on, yeah. man. What are you doing? So they apologized for the incident and uh, said they're no longer going to be using that third party for their trivia. Uh-huh. Some good news today as well. Another total moron got reunited with their money. A New York woman who had $12,000 in cash that she left in her backpack on the Long Island Railroad She train. deserved to
4: get
0: stolen from I mean, it. I feel the same way. It's like, what are you doing? $12,000 in cash
2: so, $12,000 in cash. Okay, I get it. Maybe you're doing a big transaction. Maybe you just sold a car. You have a down payment on a house. Whatever. Buying some guns. Right. Whatever you're doing with your $12,000. But if you have $12,000 in a backpack, And you forget it. Like, I'm holding that thing like it is my firstborn, right?
3: I've had $20,000 in cash on me before, and it was the scariest. And I had to go from a casino to my bank, which was less than a half a mile away. And that was the scariest half mile of my life, thinking that, like, I'm going to get robbed having this much cash. But there was no way in the world that that much cash, even half of that at $12,000 would have left my sight. No chance in the world. So Shove it down your pants, man.
2: The good news <laughs> is is that they, uh, they found the lost property and they returned the bag to the woman. That's uh, wild. Does she deserve to get her $12,000 back? Probably not.
1: This is
2: David Mahoney. Let me tell you, Mahoney, why Audrey is a professional. Because she knew that we were about to go on air. She had a cough drop in her mouth and she spit it out so that way she could talk. On the radio. Something that you refused to do for the two full weeks that you were sick. Dave, I don't spit it
3: out, so who's Uh, the pro here?
2: What a guy. Mm -hmm. So uh, even though you swear (laughs) up and down that you did not get me sick, you were sick for two weeks, and now I have the exact same symptoms as you, and Audrey is now knocking on the door as well. Um, Man, this weekend, I was just under the weather. I was so tired. Like, I just had this crazy cough that just will not go away. I got some antibiotics and all that stuff at the end of last week. Um, okay, again, you were sick for two weeks. I had the exact same symptoms. Do you think it's that sure. old
0: dust lung or whatever?
2: No, man. It's I think that it's Mahoney lung? coughing into my face for four hours Mine a day. Was a we sinus all... infection, man. You self-diagnosed that. I got, I got confirmation.
3: No, you, you didn't. You, you lied. From a <laughs> doctor in Boston. <laughs> in Boston. <laughs>
0: close proximity
3: At to us midnight on a wednesday so 3am boston time uh-huh, uh-huh. that it was in fact a sinus infection and i feel great right now i took some amoxicillin with something Two else in it and i feel later. i feel
2: great Precisely what was prescribed to me for this thing. Well, I is mean, Dave. The exact same symptoms. Amoxicillin fixes a lot of things. Well, so here we are. Uh, been been sick. And sorry this for weekend, your illness, Dave. Thank you. And I I'm, understand as I'm somebody is sickly. I'm, I'm sorry for your upcoming sickness.
0: Um, I feel like maybe we should start practicing something called sick days, but mm. that's just me.
2: Well, I would have <laughs> taken sick days, but you were on vacation in Italy.
0: I was living it up.
2: Yeah. So. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Sorry. Enjoy your... Doom that is isn't Knocking on the door uh, So when you guys Are sick Do you feel like Your significant others Do a good job Of, of taking care of you No Oh my wife Is Great. a Like babies me Even though Like she
3: I think it gets to a point where, Of like super annoying Sometimes because I am I'm a little bitch when I'm sick. I am. I'm like I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything. I'm just like, baby, can you you, you bring me the box of tissues, but please? But you're
0: like that kind of in general. I feel like you are an only child. Uh-huh. Your mother loves you so much, she and does. kind of I don't want to say babied you, but she has definitely. Yes petted you and I think that your wife loves doing that for you too because she also loves you a lot and I mm-hmm. feel like that's just what you do when your significant other is sick and in general but I can see her really almost like liking But I do, the same, it.
3: I do the same thing too though like this is not a two way or a one way street for just me like yeah. when she's sick I like you know I step up like I you know. will order the food for her. I'll, I'll go to CVS oh, and wow. pick up that what prescription.
2: Yeah. My boyfriend's pretty
0: good at taking care of me, too.
2: I did learn over the weekend that there are multiple people in my home that do not care if I'm under the weather. And my kids are towards the top of that list. They are demanding little monsters that do not care at all that I'm under the weather. But my wife also revealed her true colors this weekend. Oh, Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Because we have my daughter Olivia's fifth birthday coming up this weekend. She had me saw, like, busted out the table saw, building closets. I mean, it was a weekend. Do you feel like you sweated
0: out a little bit, though?
2: I mean, maybe a little bit, but just.
0: I mean, I'm trying to find a silver lining here because that is so crummy. I mean, There's nothing that you probably wanted to do more because I know on Friday, you even were like, oh, I just want to have a relaxed weekend. And it was the antithesis of that.
2: A lot of work around the house. Why don't you make the kids unpack the boxes? Yeah,
0: yeah could have made yeah. it, like, a fun activity. Yeah.
2: Mahoney, that shows how, how much you know about raising children. My three-year-old would have done a spectacular job unpacking the boxes. I yeah, got to teach put him, put putting my the plates. clothes away. Yeah. I feel like that's just, <laughs> that's just bad parenting. You haven't taught him ah, how yes. to unpack. There you go.
1: <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. Please leave a message after the tone. What's a phenomenon you'd like to witness in person? I think bioluminescence in the ocean looks awesome. It'd be kind of like you'd be swimming among the stars. Message to The me. aurora
3: boreals. Nah, man, I don't want to see bioluminescence. Uh, uh, vol- I've seen a volcano erupting. You know, you know a phenomenon I would like to see in person? A zipper merge working correctly. People not being dicks at a <laughs> zipper merge. That's a phenomenon that I would love to see in person. I would love
2: to see the phenomenon of me winning the lottery. The $1.72 billion. Uh, somebody already won that. I know. I know. It's gone. Yeah. Have they? Uh, I don't think they've named that person yet either. They haven't. I like the people. I cannot fathom having that sort of willpower. Like, if you won $1.72 billion. billion dollars, I, would be, yeah. I would have driven to the lotto
3: office and slept in the parking lot until they opened up at 9 a.m. And let them know it was you? Yep.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would wear, like, a ski mask or something, but still...
0: I would have thought you were robbing the place.
2: Eh, I mean, you get tased you with are. a winning ticket in your pocket, and it catches on fire.
0: Do you guys feel like the lottery is like real? Because I've heard that some people think that it's fake.
2: It's, everyone it's, thinks everything is fake. I mean, because
0: like you just never know who's actually really winning unless it's like a low.
3: Here's the. Th- that's why a lot like a low of low sta- winner. Well, but that's why a lot of states have you have to
1: actually acknowledge
3: clean. who you are. Mm. You know, because that's you know that uh, otherwise you know if you could remain anonymous and everybody remains anonymous, then you would never know. I personally think you should be able to remain anonymous. I like, like, what was it, about a decade ago, we saw a winner from the, you know, back east. Like, it was three lawyers or three accountants or oh. three lawyers that won. You know, like, mm-hmm. mm. and like it was a state <laughs> where you had to, like, come forward. But this person was like, nope, I'm not coming forward. You know, obviously had, you know, uh, a pretty good idea of what to do, hired three firms all to like watch each other and then claim the money that way is three firms enough as the most paranoid man on the face of the earth you need at least 10 (laughs) and then here's the thing because you look at the guy who won the biggest lotto that two billion dollars in california young guy by all means seems to be like pretty decent overall but like you're getting page six articles and daily mail articles about he bought another home he bought like one home for 60 million dollars But yeah, this dude won $2 billion. That's what he's going to do. He's going to be just fine. And by the way, right now, you think you're going to judge him
2: for investing in real estate? It's done pretty well these last couple of years.
3: Uh
1: Please leave a message after the tone. I was having this conversation with my 80-year-old uncle the other day. I said, Unc, what is your joy? And he sits there and he tells me, he says, I live for fake reality." And I said, Unc, what are you talking about? And he says, nephew, I smoke so much weed that everything around me looks like a giant cartoon. Hope y'all enjoy these fake realities.
3: I mean, I've smoked a lot of weed. I mean, like a whole lot of weed. And I've never, like, hallucinated. Me either. I mean, to be fair, I, did, I didn't I did even hallucinate, but I knew things were wrong the time I smoked weed that was laced with PCP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That was not... But I didn't hallucinate then. I was just I was just cranked up because I, you know, it's on the PCP. You get real hot. You get real like hot on the PCP. That is like a really
0: stupid thing for a drug dealer to do because they're still charging you next to nothing. And you got two drugs for the price of one. Like I know. no upcharge, no surge charge. But it no was, like t- spinning it around and like ask for a tip on your square. This was
2: St. Louis in the late 90s. I don't I think just drugs came in we were just happy to have weed yeah somebody on angel dust definitely made the decision to just give out free angel dust it's mm-hmm. so weird
0: yeah.
3: to
2: me if i was on if i had a whole bunch of angel angel dust or pcp i uh, while
3: i was on pcp i 100 would like throw it out let's like i was really wonko yeah let's
2: share please leave
1: a message after the tone
0: hey everyone how important do you think play and leisure are in our adult lives? message
1: deleted
3: Very, very, very important. I mean, I feel like the thing that makes most people miserable is if you don't have a good work-life balance. And unfortunately, it's becoming harder and harder and harder to do so.
0: I actually feel like we say that, but I mean, our great-grandparents would beg to differ. Or yeah, our but, grandparents would really beg to
3: differ. Well, maybe not our grandparents, your great-grandparents. But if your gra- if your parents were, you know, in their 20s and 30s and the 50s, that was a golden era. I
0: feel like we just have a lot more stressors now, like, as opposed to actual work and labor. Like, I feel they, there's, we have a lot of people who are stagnant. A lot of sitters. We have a lot of sitting.
3: Not no, I mean, sure, there's that, but I'm talking about, like, cost of living. That's why it's much harder to do that now. You know, I think about my grandfather. My grandfather raised a family of four on a, you know, he was a, he was a, he worked for the gas company for 35 years and is able to, you know, have a lake house.
2: Yeah, but he also was like in the war at, when he was 16. No, I he mean, wasn't. You know, yes. I mean, he wasn't in the war. I mean, that's what I mean, man. Like there was, a, every His generation wants was. to pretend like we have it the hardest. I'm not saying we have the hardest. We have the most expensive. Well, that's how time works. Yeah, that's how money works. I don't like it. It's not going to get cheaper. It's Should like get it. cheaper. Yeah, the only ever, thing of getting, course not. The only thing is getting cheaper are TVs, which I do appreciate. <laughs> cheaper. TVs TV. getting cheaper. <laughs> TVs are getting that cheaper. used to take you four months to save up for a TV. Now you can walk You're about into Costco. Lay away. Yeah, you can walk into Costco, <laughs> get a two hundred inch for forty bucks. They they legit have hundred inch TVs now for sale. Sony, Sony does. How much?
3: Uh, I saw one for three. Which, three thousand. Three thousand. For a hundred inches? a hundred inch no. TV. And I just, I'm just trying to think, like, how do you, like, you got to get a, you got to run a truck to get a hundred inch TV.
0: De- delivered.
3: Well, that
2: too. But I'm not paying that extra. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. So there's been a lot of talk these past couple of weeks about Jada Pinkett Smith trying to sell her new book and revealing a bunch of things that she doesn't need to reveal. And then there was all the Britney Spears drama with her saying all this stuff, bringing Justin Timberlake back into her life after 20 years of them being apart, talking about a bunch of stuff that they went through together. And
0: Colin Farrell, don't forget him. And
2: Colin Farrell, who I guess was none too pleased when she revealed, which by the way, like the revelation is you guys had like two weeks of incredibly passionate sex and you're like, okay. But
3: he's like you know but that was Britney Spears then he like he doesn't want to be associated with Britney Spears fair so enough now that's, the, enough. that's
0: the tea yeah. is that like she the photo that she has on her book is what the Britney that I think all of us remember yeah
3: yeah when i was in high school that and she was like a couple years older than me i was like all right like damn and you know was uh was was a sex symbol uh but now is just crazy and you're like whoa, boy like you don't know, like here's the thing like i'm drunk on a, like, If I'm single and drunk at a hotel and she's in the lobby, I'm still
2: passing in, no in 2023. So John Stamos is now the latest to uh, d- d- release his upcoming memoir about his life. And he's revealing a whole bunch of things. And guess who he's dragging into the drama? Much like we were bagging on Britney for bringing Justin Timberlake back into it. John Stamos gets the same flack because he's bringing in the boss. Like you're talking about Tony Danza. Oh, I thought we were talking Bruce Springsteen here. (laughs) I'm like, the boss? He said that he caught his girlfriend, uh, Terry Copley, cheating with Tony Danza in the mid-80s. He said that he was dating this girl at the time, noticed a change in her behavior, decided to check on her one day, and he found Tony Danza passed out naked in her bed. Oh, yeah, Tony Danza. She was also naked, so... You walk in and you find them both naked in the bed and it's Tony Danza. You just gotta leave, man. Dude, you're like, John Stamos. Like you're an icon. Stunning. Yeah, but you ain't Tony Danza. You're John Stamos.
3: Yeah, but John Stamos wasn't Tony Danza in the 80s.
0: I just had to Google Tony Danza. From who's the boss? I mean, I that was forgot. The time, yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna choose <laughs> she has a type.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like, Dude, you know like, Tony Danza got after it in the '80s. Like, I feel
0: like Tony Danza and John Stamos are like they—they're same, same, just different. Are fonts. you Google?
3: No, see, but like Google young Tony Danza. Like the yeah, between, yes. like,
1: like
2: don't get me wrong. John Stamos, handsome, yeah. attractive, but like Tony Danza was like buff. So what's funny is that I mean this is such an '80s thing. I, I guess Stamos discovered Tony's vintage Porsche in the parking lot, and that's when he, you know, suspicions like the alarm bell started going off inside the car which, by the way, this also means John Stamos broke into his car, uh, found a signed poster from his girlfriend to Tony Danza expressing her love for him. You're like, what an 80s thing it was... To, to sign, sign a poster, poster that Tony Danza was what going to take oh, so home and put on his bedroom wall? Where she
0: was signing posters for Tony Danza. It
2: may, you know what? I bet it was a picture of Tony Danza that she signed for him. Oh, nah, man. You know this was like. no, nah, this was
3: like a Hawaii. She had to be like a Hawaiian tropics model. Oh uh,
0: yeah, that's, a model you know, of some sort. That's what.
2: That's what. That's what it had to have been.
0: Like Sports Illustrated or something. Was Sports I mean, Illustrated even exist in the eighties? I don't even. know.
2: I don't know Terry Copley, but I mean, I guess she was or Playboy. She she was a an actress back in the day. She was part of the we got. A maid series that premiered all the way back in 1983, co-starred in uh, I Had Three Wives. So, I mean, she was on like a bunch of different shows okay. back in the day, so maybe it was a poster of herself. And what's funny is that she actually looks when she's young kind of like Britney Spears.
0: No way. I mean, a little was, bit.
2: She's pretty, but yeah. like, I mean
3: to uh so dave and it's funny though because there's other pictures out there with her and tony danza in that vintage porsche so i mean they just
0: look they look 80s like i mean i think that she's really pretty because it's 80s you know what i mean like i mean you have to really think about it from that time frame oh my gosh Mahoney's just pulling up all kinds of wild photos there yeah she's got a type and it's uh definitely italian
1: (laughs) you're listening to the dave and mahoney show Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, over the weekend,
2: did you guys happen to catch Saturday Night Live? I know that's not, like, really a thing like it used to be, where, like, people sit down on Saturday night. But I was, you know, been kind of under the weather this weekend. I saw it was on. I was like, well, let me check this out. It turns out Bad Bunny was hosting it. Oh, very nice. And, um, you know, if as far as the monologue goes, for somebody that's not, like, a comedian... Pretty well done.
0: Or fluent in English, really.
2: And that was kind of a big part of the monologue. Right. It's like, how am I supposed to do this when English is not my first language? And so he called Kendall up.
0: Kendall Jenner is helping him.
2: He, well, and he had another friend that he brought up during the monologue. Uh, Pedro Pascal rolled up there in order oh. to help him out. And you what got a treat. Pedro that- Pascal and Bad Bunny are friends. I guess. And so it wasn't just that. Mick wow. Jagger also showed up. Of course, Kendall He's Jenner was He speaks English and I
0: can't even understand him.
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, Lady Gaga made an appearance as well. I mean, as far as, like, star-studded, That's a big... A-list, I mean, Bad Bunny, Pedro Pascal, Mick Jagger, Lady Gaga. I mean, that is Kendall Jenner's just in the audience, you know, like, that wow. is something. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty pretty funny from what I saw of it. Um, I didn't watch the entire episode because I got sleepy on, on mm-hmm. my Mac wheel, uh, but it was, uh, it was pretty good. Well, it's uh, streaming online right now, Dave. So if you want to go catch the rest of it up, you can. Mahoney, I think this is something you might appreciate. As a man that has actually dressed up as Cher for Halloween uh-huh. before, what about Cher for Christmas? She's releasing her very first holiday album ever. I was. It's funny that you say that because I was. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard a Cher Christmas nope. song. So yeah, man, I think it's it's long overdue. So it's actually the first new music that she's put out in a decade. So 2013 was the last time that she put out original music, but she collaborated with artists like Darlene Love and Michael Bublé and Cindy Lauper and Stevie Wonder. So you're like, "All right, so this is like an all-timer, right? Like as far as like huge people that you're doing collabs with." That's pretty impressive. I mean, you think about
3: some of the biggest artists of all time, and Cher. You know, certainly, you think about a career that has spanned as many decades as hers has, and has m- remained.
0: She's old, man. She don't look it,
3: but she is old. Yes, I mean, Cher has been around forever. <laughs> She's a vampire, and good for I think. her. Like I'm. Like again, I am always here for new Christmas music. We may not appreciate it, like in its uh, when it first dropped. Like I don't think the in Christmas or the Mariah oh, Carey Christmas banger. songs banger. were appreciated Justin, when they first dropped put, out?
0: You better put Justin Bieber on that. You better put some respect on and his, B- his and, Christmas Day album. And Bieber stuff is really <laughs>
3: good, too. So good. But, like, I feel like we you, you don't start getting appreciation as a Christmas artist until, like,
2: 20 years after it came out. So Cher was born in 1946. Yeah, man, she's 77 years so old. So the she, war had just ended. Yes. Yeah. So she, she looks incredible, but also obviously still putting out some uh, some pretty great music too. So looking forward to the uh, to the Cher Christmas album. I guess the the real question will be whether or not it makes it into the rotation for Mahoney's. Do
0: house. you think that they're going to say "Have a Merry Sherry have Christmas"? A sherry,
2: have a Sherry Christmas.
3: I like they it better if they don't. Missed opportunity. Pay me. This
2: is Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, I think we can all agree that you are not the world's most paranoid man, but you're up there. I mean, what top you, what? top 10 for sure. Dave, I am just prepared, and yes. there's nothing wrong with being prepared. How would you say you're prepared? Because
3: you've always said that if the apocalypse does it, you just want to die. I'm prepared here. to die. You're prepared to die. It doesn't mean I'm any less prepared. I'm prepared. I know exactly... Preparedness, Dave, is knowing what you're going to do in situations. See, what's crazy? Comes, I'm dead.
0: What's crazy is your wife is not prepared to die. So you're just gonna roll over and leave your That's wife with you. the apocalypse.
3: That's on you. I'm making my choice. Like when the wet wipes bliste and blistex run out,
2: it's over for me, boy. See, you could be ready like this man. He is uh he's from Montana. He bought a bunker there. Uh-huh. A nineteen eighties nuclear bunker, and it's located in Paradise Valley, Montana. He said uh, he bought it for a reasonable price after falling in love with the area. The bunker was initially built to accommodate 250 people. Like why? Who has 250 people that they would want to save from you the know apartment? The well, but that's like bunk
3: beds and stuff
2: no, like, but like that. Do you have 250 people in your life that you'd be like? No, that oh, I
3: want to save? Absolutely not. That you trust but I mean, this well was, well was like a turn this, on you. This was like a government thing, though. That well, he bought
2: it was, but then he bought it. He said that sure. he came across 45,000 pounds of stored food, medicine, and oxygen supplies. The bunker includes living spaces like bedrooms, a shower room, and an office. Uh, The renovation project provides rehabilitation opportunities for young men in recovery, offering them training and payment for their work on the construction project. So there's a bunch of people that are working on this renovation that you know, need a, a leg up, and he's trying to provide that uh-huh. to them. See, but, like, here's
0: my thought process. So like, I understand all of that, and you're saying, like, 250 people, like, who do you know? I would be saving some other people for sure, especially if I have a family and children, because, like, if you're just saving yourself and there's a zombie apocalypse or an ap- apocalypse in general, and then y'all live and you're the only ones left, you, what are you gonna do? Have sex? But yeah, your family? Yeah, you got to have another family there? You're right. <laughs> like you like just like, like yeah,
2: bring me a bus mail. full of like Hooters girls, and then <laughs> uh, be like, no, we'll be like, all right, I need two doctors, uh, two accountants, just in case the IRS is still around. You know, just sort of like two of everything. We
0: need
2: it. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I didn't know this. This is wild. Paradise Valley in Montana has more than 50 bunkers that were built in the 80s to prepare for nuclear fallout, and homeowners were required to have a spot in a fallout shelter. According to the homeowners association documents, oh, wow, which is just wild, right? I mean,
3: it's interesting. I mean, the the nuclear threat in the you know during the Cold War was definitely a, a real thing until we crushed the Soviet Union, you bitches, I mean, and then. Uh, but I mean, also like this is you don't hear about the bunkers getting made into homes and other you know like. Doing that, a lot of times you hear about the old missile silos that yeah. they that they're rebuilding yeah. and doing things in.
0: But as we know, you don't need a bunker and you don't need a silo. All you need is a desk to hide under.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you just have a doesn't even have to have sides. <laughs> an elementary school desk to, to hide safe. under you're gonna be just fine. Yay!
1: Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call eight three three yo dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. If I were a superhero, what would my power be? Oh, time travel for sure. I've got some historical mysteries to solve. Message deleted.
3: Why would you want time travel? I mean, you go know Superman. It's just Superman's powers. Like hey. he's the best. Like they—they—they they, 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 like literally gave Superman so many powers. That they've, like, really written themselves into a corner over the last, like, 50 years. Yeah, because it's
2: just, like, kryptonite's the only thing. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. one oh,
3: one guy's got it. Okay, Cool.
0: So does Superman wake up feeling like refreshed and energized and lubricated every morning? Because oh yeah. I want that. Whatever that superpower is, the, the, super the superpower of feeling like you you're is- a child. Remember yeah. whatever you would wake up and you would sleep like in the in the shape of an S, and you would still wake up feeling like excited and like, oh my God, I can't believe I even slept. I didn't need sleep. Like, what is sleep? I'm a child. And you'd get up and you'd eat your pancakes. For schools, be the syrup-smelling kid. I hated those kids, by the way. The kids that smelled like syrup at school. Why?
2: Because you were jealous. Because they had a
3: pancake breakfast. They had and no, and parents didn't. that would cook no, for them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want the you don't want a <laughs> pancake. You wanted one of those. Uh, I wanted toaster, toaster strudels. Toaster strudels. Mm. Toaster strudels mm. with I an like extra thing of icing. with mm. the with the business. Audrey, let me tell you about Superman. Not only did he save the world, this son of a bitch went to a uh, a low-paying, thankless job in the media. On a day-to-day basis as well. This is how much energy he had. So if that answers your question. I feel
0: like everybody is really stupid. Because how did you not know he was him? Like he was clearly, he had his face. It was just like he was wearing glasses. What do you mean, You'd be
3: surprised though how much a, I mean, if he was wearing a hat, I would give it to him, but just like framed glasses.
0: So then everybody in that era of Clark Kent's life, like you would be a horrible witness. Like what if there was a crime committed around you, you couldn't point out him? In, D- a, in, a, in D- a lineup?
4: Dave wears glasses. When I he, could when be he takes them off, yeah. you have no idea. You have you no, no idea. You give
0: Clark Kent? Yeah,
4: a little I bit. I see that. Yeah, like fat Clark Kent? Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <man. laughs> the minute you take the glasses off, the six-pack just pops out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's my superpower is looking very unsuper. Dun, dun,
1: dun. <laughs> Please leave a the <laughs> The pathetic part of the sorry bastards that are buying those books. Talk to you later, bye. Message. <laughs> what What? Say? what? what? Any, so anybody
2: say what he, does anybody know what he said? Okay, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to take a stab at it. Those potato bashes are buying them silly books is what it sounded like to me. I have no idea. What?
3: Something like that. Here we go. The pathetic part of the sorry bashes that are buying
1: those books. Talk to you later, bye.
0: So the, no, no, no. I, I don't I'm gonna do it again slow. <laughs>
1: The pathetic the bottle heck? of Sally Basses of buying those books. Talk to you later. Bye.
3: No idea. It sounds like Sally Jesse. Like, are you talking about Sally Jesse Raphael? Well, you got to bring her up, man. I mean, speaking of somebody else who used to wear glasses. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Big ones. I, I, dude, she was a trendsetter. Yeah, power glasses. I, when I would stay home sick from school, I would watch the Price is Right. Then I would watch, you know, Days of Our Lives with my mom, and then Sally Jesse Raphael would come on, and I, uh, as a young man, had a little bit of hankering. Oh, Sally Jesse Raphael, would you wear the you <laughs> would be wearing the, wear the red blazer and those red glasses? Uh-huh.
2: Asking the hard-hitting questions? My like, I want to draw you wearing this.
3: <laughs> and only
2: this is just red glasses? <laughs> red glasses and a red blazer. She's like, ew, you creep.
0: I really feel like that would be a pretty good nude. Her yeah, show was I mean, or partial. Dude,
3: you knew Sally Jesse Raphael was rocking a body, too. Like, you
2: knew she did was, we? like, under, under that did blazer. Did we know that? Oh, I did. Uh, no, we didn't. Oh, I no, love that Mahoney just that assumes except for that you? she was
0: smoking under no, that red blazer. she was
2: <laughs> quivering thinking of him. Ew, don't say quiver. She, um, <laughs> she, her show was based in St. <laughs> Louis. Oh, cool, so you had a chance. I did have, I is, mean.
3: just you were 10. Opportunity left. Well, well,
2: I 18. hope not. <laughs> but is Sally a predator? Is she still, hold on, is Sally Jesse Raphael still alive? I think she is. <laughs> still alive? Yeah. Oh. Wait, so you're saying your opportunity is not lost? <laughs> I think my wife would give me a hall pass. You do? That's uh, what she
0: looks like. Because I, I am the very youthful 32, and I've never, I knew, had no idea who you were talking about years in this. Old. She's That's who years you old. thought was fine. You were like, you said you were quivering over this woman. Dude, y- young She's got son. a woman's bowl
2: cut. Dude, but that was the 80s. <laughs> like young She son. absolutely does. She, she is. I don't mean to be rude. Awful looking. What are you talking <laughs> about? What are you, what talking, you talking, talking about? Or something? <laughs> nah,
0: Mahoney's just picturing her butt Dude, naked. look at,
2: like, in the way <laughs> oh, she Oh, dude, she just got divorced in 2020. I, think, mm-hmm. I don't know if she got divorced. I think her husband died. Oh,
4: whatever. That's a new that's age a, divorce. That's a year.
0: new age divorce. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So. Please
2: leave a message.
4: After the we all hour. have types. How did any of you find out you were being cheated on? My ex's brother was the one to tell me. Is that the experience. guy from the
3: Wonder Years? Was that a savage? <laughs> well, no, actually, you know who the voice or the voiceover, for the Wonder Years was was Marv from Home Alone. Oh, you're right. He was the yeah. he was the voiceover from the original Wonder Years. Oh, but that's what that, that sounded like. How do we, I? I never found it out. Like I found out I was getting cheated on. If
0: I did, well, I I found out that I was getting cheated on because I was looking through phones. But if I uh. had a narrator for my life. And then she found out today that she had been cheated on. I would have wanted that guy's that guy voice. That guy's
2: narrative, yeah. Uh, but one better than the uh, than the significant other's brother, significant other's mother. For me, she went through her own daughter's diary, read it, and called me to tell me See, that that's her daughter why was cheated on. If you are a
3: teenager, you don't be a you know be an a hole to your mom. No kidding. She will she will turn on you. I
0: feel like going through your daughter's or your kid's diary, no, unless man, that no. there is some, like, super something that's, like, a cry for help. Like, if your kid is, like, really acting out, maybe I can understand going through their diary. But, I mean, if it's just a normal Tuesday and you're reading it, that's just to narc mom. out hey, your kid. No,
3: that's the internet didn't mother. exist back
2: then, though. That's
3: yeah. a terrible mother.
0: Nah, no, man.
4: My I, mom would have lied for me if I cheated. No, I think
2: I think Mahoney's <laughs> right, because we've talked about this before. I think, I think her mom just wanted to get rid of me. I think that oh, was going yeah.
4: on there. So it probably never happened.
2: No, it definitely
4: happened, because I, <laughs> I know that son of a bitch.
1: You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show.
2: So somehow, Mahoney manages to find the high drama that exists inside of his gated neighborhood when he's out for walks with his wife. I mean, last week it was just the drama of what do you do with these found $5 bills. Mama's, <laughs> oh, $5 Mama
0: bills. Mama's $5 bills.
2: I drove by,
3: actually I walked by that house again. Did and you steal my money from her? Ma car was parked in the driveway and I felt real good about that, day, knowing that that money got returned to that old woman. Or you got scammed. I did not get scammed. Mm-hmm. You know, good karma, man. You know, okay. it's good karma. Yeah. If, if, if somebody's willing to scam me for a found $10 bill, I'm going to feel good about myself, and you know what? They they, they need it more than I do. And dude. that's
0: all that matters, if you feel good.
3: I feel good, yes. <laughs> that's all that matters.
0: So you were out on a walk again, because you do that with your wife and
3: all the time. And
2: made you feel bad. I don't... What? What? Your neighbor of 12 oh. years? So, again... he's look of shock. He's like, do I feel bad about this?
3: Well, he... he well, I, I was... Feeling good about giving the money back to Mama. So I've lived next to this woman for 12 years, and you know, I think when we first moved in to the neighborhood, because we it was a it was a brand new neighborhood that was getting built uh, around 2011 2012. Her house had been built before ours, and ours was one of the last ones to be built in the neighborhood, and was built right next to hers. And so, for literally, I would say, 12 years, we've parked. In our garage, because we're garage parking people. We sure. keep our garage clean. We like to park inside. It just keeps a lot of problems out there. But, like, when we first moved in, we were doing, the like, the little flooring thing like you had done. Yeah, to sure. your garage, Dave. Which Takes I, a couple of days. Yeah, so you got to yeah. park outside. And my wife, at the time, was a little bit more politically active than she was. And I think that that bumper sticker kind of, like, soiled. The relationship. My wife had an Obama bumper sticker okay. on her car okay. from you know like two thousand and eight, uh-huh. and when she was in college. And I don't know. I just think it set the it set the tone off really weird
2: with well, this you know, particular. He wasn't born here in America, right?
0: Did you did you look at your wife and say thanks, Obama?
1: Thanks now we can't talk Obama. to our neighbors, our Obama. <laughs> but it, Obama. But we've been I, it, we didn't talk
3: for like years, literally. Like she wouldn't make eye contact with us. She wouldn't talk to us. And then her house got broken into And I ran off a guy who was Breaking into her house Who was trying to steal
2: uh, a, Their grill, right? A grill well, I would say at 3am so like That would probably mend fences Because that's a very Republican thing of you to do Is to go outside and chase <laughs> them. There's like, like, hey, nothing I got more
0: it. American yeah. than saving someone's grill Oh, <laughs>
2: hey, you're going to get shot if you don't get out of here yeah. For real And you're right,
3: Audrey, there is nothing more American than saving that Weber. There's nothing
0: more American than a grill, I would say
3: Facts Um so and then like when I was in when I was sick in the hospital, she's she's an RN, and you know my wife was you know talking to her about me being sick because she couldn't visit me at the time. It was the time when we didn't know when anything was going on. Because so a bit of the- a
2: of a relationship at long last has been forged. Sure, That's great. And it's it like and like
3: even then like we were like putting on security screens on our house and we're like hey we really like yours and she like brought us into her house and uh, showed us the uh, security screens and it was it was a nice thing. But we're out walking over the weekend, and she's there, and we're, like, five feet from... And she just, like, will not make eye contact with us. Did you even say well, hi? We did, and she was just, like, just, just, like... It was just crazy. She didn't have headphones in, none of the stuff. It was just really weird to, like, make a... You know, to, to know somebody for that
2: long. 12 years. Yeah. And then just get completely, like, blanked. So let me ask you this, and I mean, I take this, you know, with all the respect that it's doing. Uh, what do you think makes you so repulsive?
3: I mean, I feel it's just it's my handsomeness. Maybe is that what it is. Maybe, you know, yeah. she's
2: she starts feeling feelings. Uh, when unfo- she sees unfortunately, you yeah. know, I oh, think her could husband. Be.
0: That's why she has to look her down. Her husband passed. So she I think blushy. like
2: twenty years ago. Yeah, and she probably hasn't felt those feelings since. I think that you know, that's I'm out there walking it.
3: with my Tom in I got uh-huh. five buttons unbuttoned. That's right. Because you know, I want that. Br- just
0: You're like, out here your shaming a uh, widow.
3: I want that. I want that breeze to hit hit the chest hair just right. Just yeah, just in the wind, lightly across your nips. So that's the only thing I can explain because it's certainly not my behavior in any other way shape or form mm-hmm. or she listens to the show and she's heard me talk massive amounts of trash is she the one with the pug <laughs> no she didn't have a pug i like her dog her dog oh, okay. doesn't bark
0: okay you have two widows in your neighborhood
3: i mean it's it's a gated neighborhood with single stories like yeah, man it's like old people we're the only people there who are like under
2: 80 and that's such a Mahoney thing, right there. That
3: is and, it's so just, I, I, and I love it. I love
1: that <laughs> and neighborhood. Yet somehow
2: you're walking around stirring up drama. It's <laughs> you just still unbelievable. The They're like these even.
1: youngsters. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? You can't fly, you sky. It's, it's Cover Your, Your Ears. A Dave and Mahoney.
2: Angela is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you today, Angela?
1: I am doing good. No complaints on
2: this day. Excellent. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these songs. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. We have some that are pretty popular today. 634,000 views on one of them. Another quarter million on another one. But the first one here has just got 30 views on it. 30 seconds on the clock. Best of luck. Here we go.
4: Some days it don't come easy. And some days it don't come hard. Some days it don't come at all. Breathe I'm in breathing breathing fire. Fire. And so much fire, so much you of my
2: We'll stop it right
1: there. That feels
3: like, you know when you get like a weird delay in your headphones Mm. when you're listening to something or you're talking on the phone and you feel like you're going crazy, that's what that felt like when there's like a 30 millisecond delay and it just keeps bouncing in your head.
2: Made my skin crawl. That's from an artist named Jesse Sings, which begs the question, could you not? Uh, But Angela, do you know it? Meatloaf. I would do anything so well full point excellent job that on the a...
0: i couldn't even focus on the song because i was so turned off by the echo
2: same i could i would have been no help there I wouldn't to me either 6700 views on this next one here we go show? I, it's, was the phone in somebody's pocket while that was being recorded? Like, what is going on? I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I have, they recorded it. How many of you? 6,700? 6, 6,700, which seems, is, seems, seems like a lot. Was that
0: a child? Uh, I hope not. Angela, you tell the child not
2: to sing anymore. Yeah, yeah. We gotta choose some different strengths life. <laughs> 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 What do you got, Angela?
1: I will say that I couldn't really hear the lyrics, but the piano, I'm going to say Don't Stop believing."
2: Mm-hmm. Bye.
3: Foreigner. Oh, so close. Happy. Journey. Journey. You know, you were you, you were making your way there.
2: Yeah. That's okay. But you but that's see- how you
0: play the game. That's how you play the game. Listen to everything that you can.
2: Yep. You got the uh, you got the, the song right, so we'll give you a half point on that one. On to number three. This one's got 246,000 views.
3: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's the hair handed agenda who ran
1: a market can. In Mayfair. Oh. You better stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out, Jim. <gasps> I'd like to meet his tailor.
2: <laughs> and we'll stop it right there, unfortunately. You guys know who that is? Yes, yeah, that's a good Sandler, Sandler uh, which man, sick. he can do no covering wrong. Who, though? Over to you, Angela. Do you know? Oh, I love that
1: song. Um, I want to say, can I get some help here?
2: I can help you. I can help you out here. Okay, tag Mahonian.
3: That is, I mean, one of my favorites from Warren Zevon, Werewolves of London.
2: Full point. Well done. Uh, And and I I love that Adam Sandler's just out here covering songs. I do love him. Adam Sandler is just such a national treasure. I'm with you guys. Like, the more we hear from Adam Sandler, the better. All right, so two and a half points. You're doing great. Audrey's still available as a lifeline. Here we go on to number four. This is the most popular one of the day, 634,000 views.
1: When you were here before, could look you in the eye. You're just like an angel makes me cry. You float like a feather in a beautiful world. I wish I was
2: special. And we'll stop it right there. I will say that I was watching Audrey's face to see if she'd be any help. About 27 oh seconds my. into the 30 seconds, she got it. So if you need some help, it's there. But do you know it on your own, Angela? Oh,
4: creep. Radiohead?
1: Not yes. a
0: girl. Didn't even need me.
2: Oh, point at the beginning,
0: you. I was oh. like, what in the toy story is happening here? <laughs> it's
2: from that that page it's that we really like so pretty. much called There I Ruined It, which they, oh. they do such interesting renditions of songs that are just so off base from the original. But well done, Angela. You got three and a half points. All you need is a half point on this last one. Five hundred and sixty-three views. Here we go. <gasps> it right there just know that i would really love to roll a grenade into that quartet like what are you guys (laughs) doing what
0: i feel like if i were to guess right now it would be a total shot in the dark
2: angela all all you need is a half point artist or song
0: okay can we work together on this i feel like it's yesterday by the beatles but that is that right no way (laughs) i don't even know where or how like you got it exactly right did i
2: that's perfect yep dude
0: that was a total shot in the dark. I think yeah. I heard the word yesterday in there somewhere. I
3: bet Angela knew it. Did you know that, Angela?
1: No, it sounded like hound dogs in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. 833-Yo Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave us. Hey guys,
4: I was just wondering if I could get your input on this. In my opinion, the person who came up with the idea for the Uncrustable, at the very least, should have a high school or a library named after them, uh, but they're more deservedly of a national holiday. Yes. It is quite possibly the greatest grab-and-go snack ever invented. Yes. I mean, I'm sure it has enough preservatives in it to where I'll never need to be embalmed when I die, but <laughs> that's many years down the road. For now, I'm just going to enjoy the perfect taste of a perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich made by the Uncrustables by Smuckers. They are fantastic. I'd like to hear what you guys think about them as well.
1: Message deleted. You know what? I
2: don't like Uncrustables, and I'll tell you why. Because crusts get an unfair disadvantage in life. You're just going to invent a sandwich that excludes the crust altogether? Well, but what the why is wrong would with you the crust?
0: be named Crust and think that you, you know are
2: yeah, you enticing? That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's you, my billion-dollar idea. I'm going to invent Crusties. Let's no, you add an E
3: to Crust, and it's crust and that's not good for anybody. I'll tell you this, though. I've never had an Uncrustable. What? No.
2: You seem like the target demographic. You would think so. Yeah.
3: You know, but I you know, I don't have small children and I was too old for in school for uncrustables to be a thing. So it kind of just missed my Mahoney, my purview. They
0: are. I also have no children. And I eat uncrustables. But you grew up, all up with them. The time. You grew up with them. Not necessarily. They were just my like they think they popped up like during college. For me, and they were even like a little too expensive for college, so I kind of made my own like Uncrustable at home. Um, but no, man, now that I am an adult and I have Uncrustable money, I buy Uncrustables like the uh, strawberry ones. I'm good on those, but Uncrustables with the Nutella—they
2: make Nutella Uncrustables. A
0: yeah, man,
2: I'm surprised you've never had one. I think we should bring in a box from Honey. They've try. got them
0: downstairs. They do. Yes, go get that boy at Uncrustable. I'll give I'll you go some get money. I'll give him an Uncrustable.
2: They were developed in 1995.
3: Whoa. So are, uh, I apparently
0: didn't grow up with Uncrustable Money either. I was a ramen noodle baby. Mm-hmm. I was I was bread. And like, I like legit remember scooping out the uh, ramen noodle packets of uh, flavor and throwing away the noodles just so I could tr- like drink and eat like a freaking fun dip with my finger of that salty goodness, chicken goodness out of that ramen noodle packet. I love
2: it. Been there. Please
1: leave a message after the
2: tone.
0: Hey guys and Aubrey, what era of Close. fashion
1: do you wish would make a comeback? Message deleted.
0: It's all back. It just like pick pick a lane. Like I mean, any lane that you choose, it's here.
1: Yeah,
3: just wear whatever you want, whenever you want. Be you, man. Like yes, they can pull
2: off the uh, the frosted tips again.
3: One of our friends, hmm? her husband, really? just got frosted tips. Really?
2: Yeah. How and cool he's luck. like a 35 year old man. Aubrey, you're um. It's all right your your silence is deafening
0: so here's the thing we know somebody who uh tried to do that at one point and it was it was alarming um i think if you do it here's the thing you take trends that are vintage Ugh. and if you put a 2023 spin on it it could work, but you're already kind of salt and pepper, That's so you're I mean, kind like of to already there.
4: Hide the blonde. You just Ooh. tone it. I'll just d- take, get I'll some toner and make with it with a little it. light. Since yeah. you are the only one that clearly seems to have gray hair out here, we'll try it.
0: Have you ever used purple shampoo for your grays before to make them silver, like icy?
2: What? what? That's a thing? Uh. Purple shampoo? Yeah, man. Purple my- and blue
0: shampoo. It's a toner huh. for your hair.
2: No, never heard of it.
0: I, I I don't even know how to respond to that. That's shocking.
2: Do they also sell uh, no, that downstairs? Could you give me some of that <laughs> while you get my honey and Uncrustable? Please
1: leave a message after the tone.
2: You know, when
3: you get older and you're playing golf,
1: swinging the club hard like you're young and in shape, kind of like trying to have sex like you're young and in shape, you're probably going to hurt yourself. You're
3: probably going to disappoint not only yourself but the other person. <laughs> and you
1: sure as are not going to get the target. So, slow down, take it easy. And just enjoy being in the moment. Message deleted.
0: <laughs> this that's sounds d- like his wife, like, has, like, sex and daydreams about, like, taking the garbage out that she forgot or <laughs> bills that need to get paid.
2: Did you pay the
1: mortgage on time? Okay, that's it. Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY.
2: Yo-dummy. Mahoney, have you ever been driving around looking at Halloween decorations and gotten offended? I have not, Dave. I mean, you, I feel like anybody who goes big on
3: decorations for Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas, I usually appreciate the hard work and effort that is put into it.
0: I don't know, man. Uh, somebody who has a corner window in my complex, in my apartment complex, they put fake blood running down their, like, corner windows i feel like that's doing a little nah, man, it's
3: just, just you know some people go a little bit harder same reason like i'm not a big like gory movie guy i'm not never gonna go see the saw movies i prefer more of the psychological thrills but some people love those gory movies and like who why are we gonna shame them for in, embracing what they like
0: because what happens if something actually happens to you and you already got that's blood on, on the windows
3: that's on you man that's your fault that's on you yeah.
2: That's a risk that you take. That is a. I, I will say that the the one that we saw a couple of years ago that got everyone up in arms where it looked like there was a whole bunch of people like actually murdered in somebody's front yard, you're kind of like, eh, you know. Is that really like if you're in the middle of the day bad taste. The, driving around with the kids, you know. Eh. Nah, but, man, kids got to learn. <laughs> li- li- listen to this. You guys tell me Exposing if you think this is, is taking us. it too far. Uh, this one comes to us from Grantsville, Utah. It featured a skeleton performing a pole dance on oh, a street yeah. sign and then two other skeletons with dollar bills and people got so upset. That that's they- not
3: even a new new thing. I've seen stripper skeletons for years.
2: Yes. So it, it, it made the city officially demand the removal, but it wasn't because it was offensive because you're kind of like that's going to lead to a bunch of questions whether or not you know, this free actually speech free speech or whatever. Or else. So the city claimed that the display violated City Code because it was attached to a street sign, making it technically illegal. Mm-hmm. So the owner of the display just complied and moved it into their front yard, adding a pole and lights and multicolored lights did around the a stage, DJ? so they really upgraded it. Then. Did they have a satellite stage, Dave? They did not, but they did put a tip jar out there, nice, to enhance the setup. <laughs> so public reactions on social media uh, largely supportive of the display because, again, it's a skeleton pretending to dance on a pole. No kids going to know what that is unless you explain it to them.
3: Yeah, it's it's just it's a uh, it's it's a skeleton doing uh, uh, pole dancing. Right, that's totally you just it's an say Olympic that it needed to be now. propped
0: up. You know, was holding on to something. Singing yeah. in was the rain. You
3: know, that's doing Gene Autry or whoever was in Singing in the Rain. No
0: kid and no probably parent my age has ever probably
4: seen Singing in the Rain. Definitely not. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You
1: when your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a firework stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog <laughs> will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney.
2: We've said it many times and we will continue to say it. If there's one place in this entire world where we can choose to retire... It is going to be the villages in Florida where there are regularly people passing out on golf carts. There's hit and runs, not intentionally, but because the people behind the wheel legitimately don't know that they ran somebody over because there's a lot of elderly folk who are just cruising around they, the they're villages. They're just living the
3: best years mm-hmm. of their life, man. Those are the golden years, and that's what I want to do. I want to just start that. Like, I want to stop working, and I want to start living. Well, that's why I want to move... To the villages in Florida
2: someday. Well the the publics in the in the villages in Florida, which I is always seems to be right at the center of all of the drama, is once again in the middle of it because they say that Diane was trying to live out her golden years in the villages in Florida with a bit more gold. And so she Voluntarily jumped in front of one of the big U-boat carts at a Publix while they were trying to stock the shelves and move merchandise around. <laughs> she jumped in front of it intentionally, and they're saying
0: what, she was going to get some of the Publix That's cash. That's
2: what she's what, trying is, to is, do. Is, is, is this a public street in Russia? Is that where I'm throwing myself in front of a car? It's like oh, I slipped. She said that uh, she was exposed to the dangers of the grocery store when she got maliciously hit by this U-boat cart. Honestly, what did I
0: think on her feet? That was quick thinking.
2: They, uh, they, they challenge how reasonable that is because obviously they have video footage of it. <laughs> and they're saying uh, also like the damages that you're asking for are pretty excessive compared to what is... You know, normal in the medical community because she's asking for damages exceeding $50,000, excluding the interest and all of the costs that come along with Emotional it. Emotional trauma, Dave. Of course. I mean, you you can never go to a grocery store again after that. I mean, that and sort that's of a
0: big thing to never have to do. Never PTSD. getting PTSD. <laughs>
2: all right. Let's
0: get the, the, the most traumatic grocery. Yeah. That's it. <laughs>
2: It's post-traumatic stressful groceries. Okay. Okay? It's, it's a real thing. So not exactly sure what this guy's on, but definitely don't do it. It was 429 a.m. in Marion County. Deputies observed a dude named Tyler leaving a Circle K at a high rate of speed. He ran a red light and couldn't stay in his lane, so they were like, all right, we should probably try to stop this Tyler's guy. Tyler's been drinking? Uh, Tyler had been on something. Anybody
0: uh. named Tyler is a drug addict. At
2: a <laughs> le- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It's now. a little blanket, but okay. I mean,
0: the, the Tyler's to drug addict ratio that I know um, I don't know many drug addicts, but they all are named Tyler.
2: Man, now that I think about it, like 85% of the Tylers that I know are also drug addicts. Yeah, man. You, you, you might be onto something. I think so. So this dude, he, he starts driving the wrong way. He's driving in the wrong lane. Mm. Like, it's a it's a mess. Uh, so the, the cops end up deploying the spike strips, which I love. And his windows, or his tires blow out. And he crashes into this field. And that's when his window also blew out. But it blew out because he headbutted his window. And then he went to get out of his car and he dove out of his car just right into the mud and then tried to run and jump over a fence, which didn't work, and he got arrested. But to headbutt the window and then dive out of your vehicle into a pile of mud before you try to jump a fence. Dude, Tyler got a noggin go on for him. Tyler, what'd, you, yeah. what'd you
0: headbutt in a window? Tyler for, got brother? that hard head boy. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah, look out. <laughs> Callous.
1: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout?
2: Probably not. Rick is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout. Rick, tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school?
1: So I went the
2: vocational
4: school route after high school and okay. so graduated from vocational school.
2: It's always interesting when you ask that question and people start with, so let me tell you a funny (laughs) little story. (laughs) Uh, So Mahoney went to three different community colleges, ascended from all of them, as you like to say. And a vocational college as well, Dave. I went to a broadcasting school that I did graduate from.
0: Is vocational a cool and fancy and flirty word for trade?
2: Yes, yeah, gotcha, much. gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. All right, so, uh, so Rick Mahoney is going to get up and leave the studio. He's going to go to a soundproof space where he's not able to hear. You guys are going to be asked the same questions today. I'm not going to tell you whether you got the question right or wrong until Mahoney comes in and gives his answers. It's going to build some suspense. You're just trying to get more correct than Mahoney. One very important thing is that you do have a pass today, and I would just encourage you to use your pass sooner rather than later if you feel like you need it, okay? All right. All right, here we go. Question number one. How do scientists measure the severity of an earthquake? Uh, size meter. Si- the size meter. Size date. meter. Seismograph. Seismograph. You do have a pass.
0: On the first one, you would recommend. Well,
2: okay. You know, yeah. A <laughs> Richter
0: scale. Ah. I heard some typing, ah! but I will ignore it.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, 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 ah, no, ah! no, no
1: typing. Mm-hmm, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Here you we go. On to. Uh... That's good. Okay. All right. we'll, we'll see if that's correct. <laughs> Question number two, uh, what does the computer term CPU stand for? good
1: thing I
2: didn't use that path. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass on that one. All right. Question number three, what is the capital of Tennessee? Frankfurt. No, that's Kentucky. Hold on. Nashville? Okay. Nashville is your answer. Question number four, the planet Earth is surrounded by different layers of gas, uh, which, when taken together, we call the what? All the layers of gas around the Earth. Is the... Atmosphere. Okay. Question number five. What was the first animated film to win the Oscar for Best Picture? Was it A, Toy Story, B, Lion King, or C, Beauty and the Beast?
0: Which is having its 30th anniversary.
2: Beauty and the Beast is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Happy anniversary, movie.
1: hmm uh, Wow,
2: that's a tough one. Let's go uh, Toy Story. Okay. And or, okay. Is Toy Story your final answer? Uh, um, Let's go Lion King. Okay. Uh, final question then, question number six. Where was the big gold rush, what state, in
1: 1849?
2: California. Okay. Mahoney can go ahead and re-enter the room. Let's see how he stacks up. Compared to vocational school Rick.
0: Which, while Mahoney's walking, I'm going to say this, I watched... Beauty and the Beast over the weekend mm-hmm. very problematic
2: you know what's funny I also watch Beauty and the Beast over the weekend
0: didn't you find it really like ridiculous yeah like it's like the entire time like she likes getting gaslit, man yeah, like, and she also is... Gaston
2: is a date rapist <laughs> yeah, like what are we talking he's about yeah but you know what he looks good in that red outfit yeah he's got <laughs> that See, hey, he's what's got muscles he was yeah. on roids mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's letting he's, he's letting Le Flew, uh, give him uh... the flu yeah. Hey. Hey, yeah, yeah play his flute the the, uh, the skin flu. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> All, right. All right, here we go. Question number one, how do scientists measure the severity of an earthquake?
3: That is the Richter
2: scale. You say Richter scale, so does Richter scale. Uh, that is correct for both of you. Each of you on the board with a points. Well done. Question number two, uh, what does the term CPU stand for? Central processing unit. Central processing oh. unit is correct for Mahoney. Rick used a pass there. I thought it was computer.
0: <laughs> computer processing unit.
2: Question number 3. What is the capital of Tennessee? Pass. What? Is it right. Knoxville? No. It is not I don't Knoxville. Know. I don't know. It is Nashville and Whatever, man. Uh, Rick got that correct. You use the pass. Question number 4. The planet Earth is surrounded by different layers of gases. When put together, they are called the what? I mean, the atmosphere? Yeah. Both of you got that correct. Atmosphere. Weird question. Weird question. Question number five, what was the first animated film to win an Oscar for Best Picture? Was it A, Toy Story nope. 3, B, Lion King, or C Beauty and the Beast? Oh boy.
3: So is Toy Story Lion King or Beauty uh, and the Beast? It was Lion King.
2: Uh no. No? Both of you said Lion King. Uh, after Rick changed his answer from Toy Story Three, Beauty and the Beast was the first one. one best so, picture. Did Beauty and the Beast
0: right. come out before Lion King?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because like you said, thirty years ago, it was Lion King wasn't out yet. Ninety five, maybe. L- Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and then Lion
3: King. Interesting. Or Aladdin. I think Aladdin. Like Aladdin, Aladdin before Lion King. Lion King. What yeah.
0: a what a role they were on. That was a, that
3: kid. was a good that was a good era. That was a good era.
2: Final question: Where was the big gold rush in eighteen forty nine? What state? That'd be California. California is correct. That means that Mahoney, you got four correct. Mm-hmm. And Rick also got four correct. So Rick wins. And yep. we're going give to him, give him the benefit of the doubt. No, he
1: wins. No. Nope. Tie goes to Undefeated. the call. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
2: So, honey, I feel like in 2023, it's really hard to impress people. I mean, considering we've seen so much stuff that's been over the top, you know, whether it's, you know, a new casino opening, it's a new venue opening. I mean, there's very few things that capture people's attention because so much of it is just the same in order for the functionality of it that very rarely do you see something that comes along that shakes things up. We
3: feel like we've seen it all and we're all like, meh, you know, because Instagram has ruined literally everything.
2: Well, it's funny because Audrey was talking about it earlier today. Uh, The sphere in Las Vegas, I think, is one of the things that really impressed people. I mean, when when you think about a venue coming online that gets global attention, uh, this has been something like we haven't seen, I don't think, in our life,
0: Inside and outside. Yeah. The only thing that kind of makes me go, oh, whatever I think about it, because those things are cool. The eyeball, even though it's gross, really cool. The way that they are just kind of changing it into art, currently I love. I don't want it to. I don't want it to become a billboard, and I think you don't a want bit. our faces on it. No, I just don't want it to become. I mean, it's going to end up having the best ad space for revenue, and I totally get that. But I'm just going to. I rue the day. I think
3: it's about. I think it's <laughs> like uh, four hundred thousand dollars or seven hundred thousand. It's Like between four and seven hundred thousand dollars. A week if you want to have your ad on there.
2: So as far as like the fanfare that we've seen from celebrities, I mean, you got to think that YouTube's like right in the wheelhouse of a lot of celebrities that are, you know, middle age, maybe a bit beyond sure. that. Um, but, you know, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson were there this past weekend and they released a list of just some of the celebrities that have been there. Of course, Lady Gaga was famously mm-hmm. there. A couple of weeks ago, Bono actually called her out from stage. Bono. Bono, whatever. You know what I mean. Boner. Boner. (laughs) Like, the Sonny Bono rise from the dead? Uh, Bono called her out from stage, but Paul McCartney's been there. Snoop Dogg, Matt Damon, Bryan Cranston, Chelsea Clinton, Mario Lopez, Dakota Fanning, Dr. Dre, Diplo, Flava Flav, Gail King, Neil Patrick Harris. Jane Seymour, Jason Bateman, Jeff Bezos, Jimmy Kimmel, John Hamm, Josh Jeff Bezos Jamal.
0: got off the yacht. Hold the phone. Yeah, Jeff Bezos got off the yacht and said, let me head over to Las Vegas on the sphere. Uh-huh. And I'm surprised that that didn't, I mean, all of these names you're listening, every celebrity I think that exists has been to the sphere already. And none of, have any of us in this room been in there yet? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> But I mean, the, the fact that people were not like freaking out and I didn't see any videos zoomed in, panned in on Jeff Bezos or any celebrity really, Everyone is just filming the sphere inside. It's kind of crazy. It's like, oh, right, whatever, Jeff Bezos. Let me make sure that I get this giant LED screen though.
2: Katy Perry, LeBron James, Luke Wilson, Oprah, Orlando Bloom, Oscar Oprah, La La. Oprah I know. went
0: probably with Gail. I
2: know, yeah. I know. But we didn't even see that Oprah was there because, that's, again, everyone's, everyone's like, wow, look screen. at the light show.
0: I mean, but that's pretty... Incredible. I mean, again, we haven't seen anything that is this advanced in technology other than maybe going to like an IMAX theater or whatever. You were 10 and you were like, whoa, this is amazing. It feels like I'm actually under the sea. Look at that (laughs) whale. Dave
1: Dave, and Ed Mahoney. Please leave a message after the tone.
4: I always wear my lucky socks on important days. It's silly, but it works.
2: Message deleted. Do you guys have lucky socks?
3: I don't have lucky anything. Nothing of mine is lucky.
0: I wish I was superstitious, though, with luck. I feel like that would be a fun thing. Because, I mean, if that's the most hopeful thing you have for the day, like, let me put on my cute lucky socks. I feel like that's a cute thing.
2: Man, I'm so glad that I'm not athletically gifted. Can, can you imagine how embarrassing it would be for me if I was on a hockey team that made it to the playoffs and everyone did the let's grow a beard pact and then it was just me and my patchy-ass beard, even yeah. if I was the best player on the team, man. That's you and me both, man. Uh, just... Get shunned
3: You would have been run out You would (laughs) have never made it to the NHL
0: So beards were considered luck? Like if you Still a thing, yeah
2: Okay In the NHL they all grow Which is so funny because if You know, you win the Stanley Cup Like last year The Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup And they're all getting their chance Carrying the cup around the ice You're like you literally all look the exact same. You're just white guys missing teeth with beards. Yeah. Yeah. Look like you just went down to the auto zone and just scooped everyone up <laughs> and like, go skate around the ice.
0: I feel like I would rather a beard than the lucky underwear because I've heard that in professional sports that they will wear the same underwear that yeah. they won in. It's and I'm not stinky. a, I'm not a, yeah, very stink I'm not a fan of that. I feel like it's pretty gross.
1: Please leave a message after the tone. All right. This
4: is a question for Dave Mahoney and Chris. We know Audrey has a pet. Dog named Elmo. Do you guys have any pets or do you just not have any animals in your house? Love the show. Bye. Message deleted. So, not only
3: are we double income, no kids, we are double income, no kids or animals. No pets. So, we have no responsibilities in my household.
2: So, I have a single income, all the kids, and no animals for now. Audrey has ruined my life by suggesting a bernedoodle to my wife mm-hmm. Is that what your dog is? No. She's a
0: she's a golden doodle but the uh the breeder that I uh, w- that I went through she's amazing she actually does bernie doodles as well. That's a
3: a bernie's mountain dog and a golden do- mm-hmm. or in a in a poodle. poodle.
2: I mean that probably be pretty cute.
3: Heck yeah, man. How much cute. are they, though?
2: They're expensive. I mean, they like eight grand? Nah, they're like three to five, depending on the dog. Nah, no, just three to five. But still, See, I, but I've I mean, got like, a hard and fast rule in our house. Like, We're not getting a dog until everyone stops pooping on themselves. That's fair. <laughs> that's, that's, and that's then legit. we can talk about some other creature that's going to crap.
0: But I mean, you're already potty training one. I feel like it's easy. Why would you put yourself through potty training again after you've already potty trained? I feel like that's just... Because that's just I'm going
4: to
2: buy that dog already potty trained.
4: Well... I mean, if you want, I'll just start bringing my dogs over to your house on the weekends and just kind of ease your family into it. But
2: aren't you dogs, weekends like, where scared
4: you wanna- of people? Yeah, the weekends where I desperately need a dog sitter. Where you want to go out of town to Vegas. Why
3: is it that dog sitting is more expensive than actual dogs? Dude, I care? spend
4: so much money a month on doggy daycare. What does it it cost is absurd. You? Like, what do
2: you think your cost is every month?
4: Like, uh, like average, it's like $78 a day per dog. What do you $78 have- per day per dog? Why yeah. don't you
0: use one of the apps where they come over or they get dropped uh, off?
4: I trust people in my house now. Yeah, fair. Chris has got it. People in
2: my Imagine eyes. how weird Chris's. Well,
0: you can be there when they come to pick him up.
2: That little side table is no. There's, there's services. That they'll stay at your <laughs> apartment. You mean <laughs> yeah, the nightstand? The nightstand. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. The yeah. nightstand drawer in Chris's house. You don't want to open that. There's some things in there.
1: You'll never. Recover. Mostly guns. Mostly guns. Mostly guns. <laughs> how do you guys de-stress after a hard day at work? Message deleted.
3: I eat like crap and I nap. That's what I do every day. Hard days.
4: I eat like crap and I nap. I reach Easy into days. my nightstand. This
2: is
1: the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.
2: Mahoney, we've talked many times about how you are a giant toddler with a credit card. And, you know, double income, no kids, you got money that you can just waste on things. But this weekend, I mean, I think you can probably even agree this was a little too far. Dave,
3: I feel like when you refer to me as a toddler with a credit card, that's more based on when I am at the grocery store. Like or my Instacart orders, things like that. This weekend day, this was a adult purchase that I made, and it was on
2: sale. Let's see what Audrey and Chris have to say about this, because I would say that you may have, and again, just my opinion, you may have overdone it, just as gauche.
3: I spent five hundred dollars on underwear,
0: on panties,
3: on accident. Um, At least two hundred fifty dollars of that was on accident, though.
4: Okay, how many pairs? How how much per pair?
3: So I got forty pairs of my Duluth Trading Company Armachillo underwear, which are the greatest underwear I've ever owned in my entire life. Not been a paid waiting, endorsement. I've been waiting for an endorsement from those dudes. I've been shilling for them for years. Never heard. They
0: don't want to endorse you. They want your money.
2: Well, Because <laughs>
0: you're over here up five in
2: give you an endorsement? You're giving it to them for free.
3: Because yeah. it's better when I'm getting paid. For you. That's why. Got it. And I can buy more underwear. Uh, but the oh, Armachillo, yeah. the Armachillo from the Armachillo- boxers and boxer briefs from the Duluth trading company are phenomenal they, are
0: they the one that's got a hammock specifically like cut out for you they have your that. they have
3: those but i don't use that one that one's a little weird to me i don't want to
0: you don't want a hammock? it's
3: called the bullpen and i don't want to it just seems okay. too complicated to bullpen. me i just like the old school boxer briefs okay just just old school okay but 40 pair well how often do you do laundry never well, this is why i originally only meant to buy 20. hmm because I was, I have about 20 pairs that I've bought over the last four or five years. But that would put you in the perilous
2: predicament of having to do laundry like once a month. Which is kind of what I want to do. Oof. I feel like laundry once yeah. a month Keep in be mind, perfect. You already have a whole bunch of these underwear.
0: Where do you keep all of your dirty clothes?
3: In a hamper. I've got like multiple hampers.
0: Okay, so, oh, okay. And so we've not got only do like I have multiple hampers, hampers.
3: But then like the underwear and socks immediately when they're done go directly into the washer and dryer. But now, immediately, immediately, it's like it's like 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 when I'm changing, like so you know,
4: almost as if you didn't need a hamper. twenty pairs
3: of underwear. But my shirts don't don't commingle with the underwear. This is and so socks.
0: complicated.
3: It's not that complicated. It feels so. I meant to buy twenty more pair. But I messed up, and I didn't want boxer briefs because they're a little tight, and, you know, it's not... Those, those, if you're ever trying to have a kid and stuff like that, you know... It's not good for your boys. It's not great. So, like, those sorts of things, I'm, like, I'm, I'm more aware of now in my Wait, uh, advanced age. So, if
0: you're wearing boxer briefs, it's not good for uh, reproduction?
3: It'll bow constrict your nuts. Yep. It, that is... That That's is,
0: a fun fact. Didn't know. Thanks for telling me.
3: Now you know. So, now I know. But... Start wearing tighter underwear. <laughs> you need to do something. Dude, you're too fertile. <laughs> so look at your wife. She gets pregnant. Wink. So I buy these. Ew, so, so I so, so I buy 20 pair, but then I realize that I have made a a, a grave error. Instead of buying boxers, I have bought the boxer briefs, oh, which the horrors. try to cancel the order. Can't cancel the order. But I'm getting such a good deal on these boxers right now. Mm. I mean, we're talking like, you know, the best price I've ever paid for them in five years. So you
0: could keep them as your spanks for men, your Manx.
3: Well, that's mm-hmm. also kind of aspirational. I also just don't want to return them.
0: Fair, cause because you guys hate returning things. I so, hate
3: returning that's, anything. No, I don't want to make an extra trip to the UPS store so or FedEx. You're
0: going to keep these as aspirations of...
3: Being thin and after one day, if I ever have a kid to, you know, uh, wear again and look you- sexy.
2: You do that same thing that I do. I'm like, ah, oh, none of these shirts fit very well anymore. But I'm going to get back to my many, fight I, weight. I have
4: so many I'm suits. Gonna get, I'm going to
2: yeah, don't, you just I have, wait. I'm going to be able to fit into my high school tux again. Nine different suits that I think that I'm going to mm. actually be able to put on someday.
3: Uh-huh. Just,
4: yeah.
2: I didn't
3: tell my wife about the 40 pairs of boxer purchase, though, because I think she would look down upon me, you know, doing this because I'm only going to, I'm probably not going to, I'm not going to have to buy underwear again for another at least 10 to 12 years what the only reason I'm having to buy underwear now is because I've lost pairs
0: well you lost one to the fatal
3: incident of poo there's been yeah. a couple there's been a couple of those incidents and so <laughs> so so right now i'm I'm, I'm sitting around 10 to 10, 10 to 11 pairs of boxers and so you know I'm having to do laundry too at least often. you know every week and
2: a half and that's just too much so when this new shipment of underwear does show up though do you feel like you're gonna let your guard down a little bit you're like I can,
0: I can poop in these. In these. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, the, the I'm
3: going to, the most important thing, because, you know, I have a new car. I haven't put a, an emergency pair of underwear in next to the dude, spare tire. Dude, right. you got to. You, you got 20 <laughs> yeah, pairs. 20, 20 <laughs> <emergency> pairs.
1: <laughs> Imagine yeah. opening your glove boxes. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs>